Final hour of the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. <laughs> yes, I thought you were going to give me a character right there right before. Um, Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos for you this evening. Thanks, Thank you, sir, and thank you guys for rolling with us here on your live and local uh, programming, your only live and local program, programming here in DFW at nights. The get right. On 105 through the fan, your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Rangers. Um, we're gonna get you your headlines here shortly, but not gonna lie, during that whole break, especially if you were if you were listening with us, if you hung with us um, during sharing time, it basically ended and in, uh, turned into me leading the pack of Tolos into bullying Blake for the neighborhood in which he lives, and so. We, we actually started uh, doing the receipts, getting to the receipts as more people texted in, said Blake's neighborhood has clean gas stations. And from the 214, Blake buys individually wrapped fruits, which is hilarious. Doesn't everybody? Absolutely not. Uh, and so with that being the case, we actually, we did, we did, the, uh, we did the Googles. Um, I think he beats the allegations in this way. The nearest crumble cookie is a 13-minute drive. Correct. Okay, so I think that, that counts as beating the allegations, I yeah. believe, right? Plus one. <laughs> One point. <laughs> he does not beat the allegations in the the nearest Panera Bread is six minutes away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. No, that one fits. This is where it gets spooky. The nearest Starbucks is twelve minutes away, by foot. I'm talking. He can walk. It's a twelve minute walk mm-hmm. to the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. In fact, he he did this work, and I appreciate you for contributing to your own bullying. Yep. Um, if Blake wanted to hit five different Starbucks and make it back to the crib. He could do it in 12 minutes. Driving, yeah. Did not beat the alligators. <laughs> and finally, I did I did crack the original joke that he was that he was gonna be very far away from a church chicken. I was actually wrong. He is a six minute drive away from a church chicken. And so. a five minute from Lavandra J.R. Corn Laundry. I guarantee mat. you that's not how you say that. Uh <laughs> but there you go. Uh <laughs> There's there's the Blake Elliott um, bullying about how nice a place that he lives in is. Um, so there you go. Um, I don't know what we accomplished there. Was that team building? Yes, my apartment does have Tesla chargers on each level. What? Someone texted that in, so I just wanted Great. to. That's look, y'all are really good at drilling down to just the amount of wealth that uh, Blake Elliott lives around. Now the dog part with dog part with the poop bags and public restrooms with the bidet provided. I don't think we're there yet. A bidet in the public bathroom. Yeah, that one's a little wild, but I do yeah. think the poop bags. I'm pretty sure that that, that is there. I, th- I think I think almost every apartment has that now. They gotta I, have I do think yeah. so because they don't want to see all this. They don't want to see all this dog. Um, what's the word that's not going to get me in trouble? Poop. Blake doesn't need a Starbucks. He has an espresso at home. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. All right, let's get you some headlines because this could, people people are enjoying this so much. <laughs> people are enjoying this so much that we probably need to move on to other things. Um, let's get you some headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. Um, the Stars have a very interesting thing happening. Your Dallas Stars, who get back active tomorrow, I believe. They're in Edmonton, if I remember. No, they played Edmonton. They're in Ottawa against mm-hmm. the Senators mm-hmm. tomorrow. But um, Leah... Asimakopoulos, I hope I said uh, her name correctly. She covers the Stars and high school sports for Dallas, more for the Dallas Morning News. Does a good job covering the Stars, mind you. I enjoy following her. And Mike Heike also doing reporting on this. Uh, the Stars are exploring a free direct-to-consumer option for, um, for the upcoming season next year, which obviously would make them pioneers in the sports streaming space. Because obviously, Bally, they are also covered by Bally Sports 
Southwest and, you know, the Diamond Sports, you know, group that has the regional sports network, Valley Sports. They, they're going through bankruptcy. There's only a guarantee that they will continue to cover sports this next season. We have no idea if they're going to go out of, out of business after that. We'll have to see. So right now, um, you know, the, a lot of teams are trying to figure out what's going to go on going forward. In fact, we know the Rangers, that's kind of uh, hampered some of, their, um, some of their finances. We'll have to see what they ultimately try and do going forward, and that will determine how much money they have available to them. The Stars are exploring this regional sports network uh, as a, an alternative, rather, to the regional sports network agreements that we are used to, you know, whatever whatever that ultimately ends up looking at, host, uh, you know, home sports uh, office or whatever, like whatever, or HSC, I forget what that was, home sports yeah. channel, um, you know, Valley Sports Southwest, Fox Sports Southwest, whatever those types of things. They're looking at, and Brad Alberts, who is the CEO of the Stars, confirmed um, that they are looking at uh, are working with a parent media company incorporated to create an app where Stars uh, games could be streamed direct to consumer, and that would be for free. Um, other professional teams have looked at and explored it, um, but the idea that it would be completely free is just a whole different level. Yeah. I mean, we, we would love it as consumers because with all the different streaming, you never know where the game's going to be. Bally's, local TV, ESPN+. Plus, like, I'm just ready to go back to cable. But um, right now, you're not missing anything with the Stars 3-game skid right now. And I blame this on one fan host, and his name is Zach Wolchuk. Ever since he went to the game, they wow. have not won. They wow. have not won. He went to the game on Saturday. They lost in overtime to Edmonton, and they've lost two in a row since. So we blame this one on Wooly. Get Wolchuk on the phone. We got to we got to have him defend his honor. That's that's my only reason because the stars they were cooking right yeah. now. Jokes aside, they were doing really well. They were I think ten and three over the stretch before that, and then they they've lost three in a row to some good teams. But sure, yeah, hopefully they can get back on the on missing the here, missing Miro in one of those. Yeah. They need um, some defenders. They need some defenders. Yeah, I, and I I think that that's going to be a big thing because Miro when Miro is not there, it's really evident just how you know how lackluster their def- defense is at least up to the standard yeah. of play that they would like to play. But I, I found that to be interesting because not just the idea of like hey free direct to consumer is great, but then I started wondering like where does the money then come right. from? And I understand. Hockey ends up being a little bit different when it comes to the carriage agreements and the money that ultimately ends up happening there. Um, so I, I imagine that it, you know operating costs did not um, hinge as much probably on the TV money, or maybe it does. Maybe I'm I'm speaking out of my keister, but I I, I I do wonder how that ultimately affects them. From the two and four, they said I thought Amazon was buying out Diamond Media. No, I, what I understood was that they were buying into it. They were buying a percentage, correct, um, and to help them float it. So I imagine that Amazon's interest would not buying out completely. No, I, I imagine that Amazon's interest would incline them to maybe try and see Diamond Sports continue on into the future. But there's just not certainty in that regard, and so that's something that we will hopefully learn more about, see more about. Uh, but this is on the table for your Dallas Stars: the possibility of maybe, just maybe going into a place where they, they go uh, direct-to-consumer, and I imagine a lot of Stars fans would be super excited yeah, about that. I would love that. I would love that. Absolutely. All right, so as we continue to get you your headlines on this evening, I found this to be really interesting as well. <clears throat> so we we found out this week, earlier this week, that um, you know, college football playoff went ahead and you know agreed to the 5-plus-7 model when it came to their college football playoff 12-team playoff. And so now they have that certified, and apparently college football commissioners immediately went to work today in discussing the possibility of growing the college football playoff field to either 14 or 16 teams Oh wow! when the next contract goes into effect in, in, effect in 2026. 
I don't love that. I think 12 is a good number because you're, you're already making a big jump. Think about it. We're going from 4 to 12. They didn't go to 4 to 6 to 8. Like They went 4 to 12, which I think was the right jump, but it was a big jump. So to already increase, I think you got to – obviously this is looking forward and them trying to plan out to see how things go. But I don't know if 14, 16 – then you start getting where teams aren't going to take their regular season as hard. And there's already even been discussions about if you have – if you're perfect and you're getting toward the latter half of the season, do you sit guys? Because you've already locked in a playoff spot. Yeah, I think that this goes even further towards what I think is ultimately going to be an end game for college football in particular, which is, you know, maybe 30, 40 team kind of super league that looks a lot like the NFL where you have two conferences and then you end up with 16 team playoffs, something like that. Uh, but while we're talking about that, I do want to take a break because I did say that you smir- you besmirched the name of a host on this uh, this station. I did? Yeah. Oh, gosh. He works on the G-Bag Nation. His name is Zach Wolchuk. Uh-oh. Zach! What's up, man? How's your evening going, my friend? I mean, it, my, hey, guys. My evening was going well. <laughs> I was just watching some college players, and, and I hear that Blake's trying to blame me for the Stars losing streak. What That's right. Going That's on? right. <laughs> you, all right, so let's, let's see if we can confirm some facts here, just to make sure. Um, you recently went to a Stars game, yes? Yeah, I went to the Edmonton game when they lost in overtime on Saturday. Okay. Mm. Um, Have the Stars won since then? No, technically they have not won since then. Were you cheering loud enough on Saturday to give them that extra fan boost? I feel like I did my part on Saturday. I don't think I was the reason why they lost in overtime. They had a penalty. That's not on me. Okay. Could be. That sounds like you're not taking accountability. Okay. Um, what, what What do you have to say in defense of yourself? to the allegations that say that you, you know, you are the the curse of the Stars right now? I would say I went to a game against Phoenix, a home game earlier in the season, in which they won in overtime. So I'm one and one at Stars games this year. I do know who is the culprit, but I don't want to throw her under the bus. Oh, wow. wow. Your soon-to-be-born daughter. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. That's No, no, it's not her. She's, okay. uh, she's innocent in all of this. Okay, all right. I guess my deductive reasoning was not good there. Okay. Um, no. Well, Chuck, who, who are you watching right now just to get the most out of this uh, this bothering you on this fine evening? Uh, I was just watching this guy, uh, something Isaacs from Penn State. He's an edge rusher, number 20, and I do appreciate the fact that he wears long white sleeves so I can always tell where he is on the field. And and I also have a question for you, Willie, the most important question of the night. Did you light a candle? Yeah. Uh, I did not light a candle. Ah. You got to start over. Start all, over. The, all the film watching <laughs> all you've the done has been no. invalidated. Yeah. Maybe Adisa Isaac would be a, a better player uh, if I had him just. <laughs> 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 you're, you're really. It sounds like this portion of it is really grinding tape. Yeah, I mean, I, this guy's not really wowing me, but it's okay. I watched a defensive tackle from Clemson that wasn't too bad. So, you know, it's hit or miss. You, you can't always fall in love with the players that you're watching, especially now. I'm like 100 guys in here. So, I mean, we're, we're looking at probably third-round players, fourth-round players. Okay. And in your defense, the truckwreck.com text line is coming to your defense from the 2-4. and four. To be fair, the Rangers won the World Series game when Wolchuk left, Brian, left with Brian. Yes, that's true. As soon as I walked out of the building, uh, Corey Seager went yard. And, uh, so I don't know if that helps it, you, actually. That might be heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, we clinched uh, the ALDS against Baltimore, and I was there to watch that. Okay, there we go. There we go. So just uh, inc- work? inconclusive. Does that inconclusive. work? <laughs> inconclusive. All right. Uh, very good. Uh, thank you for giving us a little bit of your time for this nonsense. I uh, hope that you continue to have some fun grinding tape, and we'll see you tomorrow.
All right, boys. I love you, Reg. Thank you so much. Blake, go bleep yourself. <laughs> I, I love you too, buddy. Uh, there you go. That was an impromptu visit with uh, Zach Wolchuk in the middle of our headlines on this evening here in the Metroplex. Uh, real quick, I didn't want to get to this um, because we, we, we learned that as we get to your headlines, we learned that, uh, hey, man, and uh, betting odds can shift very greatly um, with social media because mm-hmm. Justin Fields unfollowed the, the Bears yesterday and also followed a number of Falcons players. That shifted the Falcons to become heavy favorites on the team to you know retain his services. Justin Fields actually talked about it today. This is going to be cut eight, uh, Ross, about the idea of unfollowing uh, the Bears. Let's let's hear. Do you believe his uh, his explanation? The unfollow with the Bears. What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people. Why do people take social media so seriously? Like- <laughs> <laughs> but like, why are you why are you unfollowing the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears. It's not, I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Mm. Like, I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with her. That's true. You know? That's true. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, so you're saying you mess with the Bears this morning now that you unfollow them? Man, it's not even like that. Ah, okay, it's, okay. It's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no mm. football. And guess just, what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's either Keith Fields. We want Fields. It's either Drive Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over. I, I, I like how he's being honest, open and honest. He's, he sees the Draft Caleb trade fields because I – I always kind of wonder how much they're really reading. So he sees it. It's everywhere. And But I love that quote he gave. Just, just you ain't never talked to a girl just because you're not following on Instagram don't mean you're not messing with her. All-timer right there. Yeah, but here's the problem. The Bears' uh, social media account ain't all ain't, well, who's selling you all these things, right? They're not sending you all these things. And also, okay, so what? how do you explain all the Falcons players? Now, right? I will say, was he following them before? I don't know if he was following them before. Because you know how people go on Twitter and they'll do like as if he wasn't following them before. He might have been following. He follows a lot. He, follow, he follows Saints players as well. He wouldn't respond the way that he did if he was if he wasn't following them before. The answer would just be I was never following the Bears. No, I'm talking about the Falcons guys. The Falcons. Oh, the Falcons. Like if if he was already following them beforehand, because he like I said he's followed a bunch of different players around mm-hmm. the league, yeah. and now people are like, oh, he's following. And it was like, well, I've always they might have been friends in college. So I'm not reading into it too much. I do think a little bit of it. He doesn't want to get. He sounded guilty as hell. Stop trying to defend I, him. I'm defo- I'm defending my boy Jay Fields. I think he wants to get away from it, go on vacation, and you know, just because you're not following somebody, don't mean you're not messing with him. Shout out to my boys so, out there. But w- what you're telling me then? Undercover. Because again, the social media account for the team don't be posting nothing all that salacious. That man was just sick of seeing the Bears logo. Is what I'm hearing. See, look at you, Reggie. <laughs> what, what, what? When they send when they send a player a happy birthday message on the account, like that's what he's trying to get trying to get away from football. They're not sending a playbook on the Instagram account. <laughs> They're out there. Should we draft Caleb? They're doing a poll. On their <laughs> They're not doing all that. He's just he's just sick of seeing that Bears logo. That's what it is. I yeah. Swear. I mean, wherever he goes up, wherever he ends up, I think he'll be fine. But I think. It's a little bit of tongue-in-cheek on both sides. I do find it funny that he he acted so red-handed when there's a lot of ways that you can get around this, I mm-hmm. think. But you know what? It's just, ultimately for me, it's it's very funny. I don't think that it's going to affect like his his career or success. Mm-hmm. I do find it funny that we could create this much of a mess. Where did the odds go? Game. You said the odds changed. It I think was- it was minus 110 now. For the Falcons. For the Falcons? And the closest, the next closest is staying with the Bears at a plus 650. And they're probably Steelers third. Um, I, I don't remember who was after that. I could find it for you. But, yeah, it just it, it, it it's a huge disparity Social now. media, man. 
can flip. We can make some things shake. Uh, so there you go. Those are some headlines. Um, I don't know how good of a job I did with headlines today. We got Wolchuk on, so it's a W. It was, it was a mess. It was a mess. Oh, another thing that happened today. Eric Hosmer retired. Yep. Um, you know, so pretty good baseball player. I was about to say very good baseball player. Yeah. But, I mean, he said that he's uh, taking a new challenge. Uh, doing a media company with a podcast, which feels feels like everybody is doing nowadays. But you know, he's he said he's committed to giving back to the baseball community, and so I'm interested in seeing uh, what that podcast looks like. Also, Elio De La Cruz at spring training, uh, he was uh, in live BP, mm. taking a uh, batting practice off of Hunter Green, and maybe he didn't like a pitch because he fouled one back, and it hit a Maybach. Ooh. Owned by Hunter Green. Not the Maybach. That's right. And so that was that was a funny thing that happened today in Reds training camp where a pitcher pitched it and a foul ball, the foul ball went and damaged his car. Ultimately, I believe Ellie David Cruz will be responsible and pay for it. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't pay for it. Oh, I wouldn't pay for it. I don't got that. Sorry. Well, actually, Ellie, I was like, what is Ellie working with? I don't think Ellie's got that much money coming to him. Hey, he better start getting that hit. Okay. <laughs> He's fast. He's big and fast. People that big should not be that fast. Anyways, uh, it's, it's, it's the get right right here on 105 through the fan. I stand by my statements. I do not care. Uh, coming up next, let's do a little bit of an audio grab bag. We're already going off the rails anyways. Here's a whole bunch of different audio from the day, and we'll run it by you coming up next. It's the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir, Ski. Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos, hoping that he saw that message that I sent him. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you, sir. Um, and uh, for getting us on the Twitch and the YouTube as well. Um, it's been a fun evening. It's been a lot of nonsense um, happening. And so, I don't know, we're just, we're just riding it out at this point. You got about 30 minutes more of our nonsense to hang out with. I hope you're enjoying the nonsense, though. Yeah, people said they wanted to be entertained. and um, Yeah, that's true. That is true. Because uh, I'm going to tell you that last segment. I oh, know we got into some, we got into some, like, I guess, education. Or right? gritty. Why'd you say it like that? Isn't that how you say it? I don't That's know. like uh, John Gruden. Let's get down to the X's and O's. Is that Gruden? Are you, is that Madden that you're thinking of? I don't know. I'm not great. Is that Berman? Yeah, you're, I don't I know. I think I'm doing a little bit of Berman. The, the two-minute drill. Back, 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 back. Um... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore, but I do. I did see this. A fantastic. And Ross, did you have this available to you? Um, I'll give you a second. Let's let's make sure that we get this together. We are really just trying to pull ourselves. Berman is just point. a crazy fool because I just had a flashback of him literally running through every team in 60 seconds. The Raiders. <laughs> but anyways, um, this was uh, as I continue to try and like. Basically, what I'm doing is, as we continue to get more nonsense, I'm just trying to pull out of my pockets just more information and sports stuff so that you feel like you're getting your money's worth out of this show. Because yes. at this point, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just have, I apologize. But right now, th- this was kind of fantastic. Is you know we're in like firmly in college basketball season at this point. Is oh, A17 says that was a good man. But we're in college basketball season. We're headed. We're barreling towards what's going to be championship weekend here soon. Uh, NCAA tournament coming around in less than a month at this point. And we had a fantastic finish in uh, Kentucky LSU men's basketball at uh, at LSU in Baton Rouge. So what to, to what's to understand here is that LSU had a lead here, 73 to 72, with, I mean, probably less than 20 seconds left in the game hereabouts. This is what it sounded like on ESPN. Low block on the far side of the court. Now he'll come get it. 
15 seconds remaining. Being defended by Ward. Dillingham jumper. Got it! Kentucky takes the lead. LSU has a timeout. They're not going to use it. Seven seconds to go. Here goes Wright with five. Wright with three. Driving. Has it blocked. Gets it back. The shot. Good! Tyrell Ward puts it in on a broken play. And LSU wins it. pretty good another another upset in college basketball obviously yesterday if i remember correctly we had you or was that two days ago uconn falling to uh creighton yes and of course uconn the number one team had won 14 in a row in this instance number 17 kentucky knocked off by unranked lsu i mean this has been a wild a wild college I mean, basketball Purdue just lost a couple days ago yeah iowa state like ohio state like College basketball, we talked about it literally on there, about how many upsets are happening and what these teams' record is on the road, and then three of them play out the next couple of days. Yeah, so that that was just a wild thing, and that begins our audio grab bag on this evening. We're going to throw a whole bunch of audio at you. Um, all right, I'm going to actually make this a choose-your-own-adventure, Blake. Okay, all right, would my we, favorite. Do we want to talk about the Rangers? Do we want to talk about Johnny Manziel, or do we want to talk about uh, Inside the NBA TNT? Give me Inside the NBA TNT. Okay, very good. Uh, this is why these guys make their money. They are hilarious no matter what. And the reason why I say this is apparently, I believe this was during the All-Star weekend. The um, All-Cast. No, no, not the All-Cast. Oh, okay. This is the actual, these are the guys. This is, you know, Shaq, EJ, Kenny, Sh- and Chuck, right? The guys that you typically know and love on uh, Inside the NBA for TNT. They were out at All-Star weekend in Indianapolis, but they weren't on air. We got a little bit of video during one of their breaks. Now, understand, they're talking into their microphones because it's loud in the arena, and if they talk into your microphone and goes into the system, you can still hear it in your headsets. But we got this audio, and what there is to understand is that um, Shaq apparently, as he had his number retired for the Orlando Magic, uh, apparently um, TNT did not cover that live. It was broadcast on NBA TV, and he wasn't the happiest about it. No, dude, you can't be mad about that. What do you mean? He, he's mad that they didn't show his uh, ceremony on regular on, – on, they showed it on NBA hey, TV. that's the first place I turned after – that at, when, I, when, uh, the, when the Orlando game ended, the first thing I did was turn to NBA TV. I said, I, I know we got to be carrying Shaq. But he thing. says y'all didn't give him any respect. It should have been on TNT. Oh, TNT had a double header. That's what I told him. Yeah. I don't get mad, brother. I'm all good. <laughs> but it should have been on NBA TV, but it wasn't, was it? It was. That's what he's complaining about. Oh, okay. I never complained. You're going to lie. You said they didn't show you any respect putting your on NBA TV. That's not complaining. I was just telling a f***ing snitch. <laughs> just telling people what, what, what they think I think. Uh-oh. <laughs> eight, I'm eight, not mad. I'm just letting them know how it is. 806 is absolutely right. I love Shaq, but he gets his feelings hurt too easily sometimes. Absolutely. You know who Shaq is? Shaq is the person who always got to win, right? Yeah. And he always goes too far, right? If it's we like, know you got rings and you're great, and it's like, well, you remember them rings? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, it's know. like Shaq is the person that you can't joke with, right? You 100%. try and tell a joke, and now he's trying to hurt your feelings because yeah. He, yeah. he can't joke. Yeah. You can't joke with him. You want to go back and forth, tongue and cheek, keep can't. it lighthearted? Can't. Well, that's why that team dropped you. And right. you suck, and I won more championships. That's, that's why you're ugly. Right? Yeah, like, that's, so like, that's, that's Shaq. Shaq is your friend that immediately is going to talk about your mama. Right, for no reason. Or that girl that left you. He's right, right. He's, he's, he's going to go to hurtful places for no reason. And that, that's Shaq. That's why Carlisa left you. <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> and so it's one thing that I found fun about this is just like a full reminder. Oh, no, none of this is none of this is games. Like, this is who they are. Yeah. And, and, I think, and, and I think that's why people love the show. There is pretty high authenticity within yes. the show. There yes. is no... 
cheese and crackers, TNT telling them what to say. <laughs> they be letting loose what they feel in that moment. Absolutely. So, yeah, 214, also right. Shaq is the guy that clowns and everyone gets mad when they make a joke on him. Yes, exactly. That is exactly who Shaquille O'Neal And unfortunately, O'Neal usually those guys have plenty of ammo. And, and you know what? Not only that, unfortunately for you, Shaquille O'Neal is seven plus feet tall yeah. and very, very large. Yeah. So you're just going to have to deal with that, with yeah, that dynamic. kind of have to deal with it. <laughs> you're just going to have to deal with that dynamic. All right. I thought that was – how do you feel about that I start felt, to the audio felt, grab that? Oh, great. All right, give cool. Me, give me some Jay Manziel. Give me some Money Manziel. Okay, so this is Johnny Manziel. He was on the Club Shay Shay podcast. Great pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he gets he's, – he's getting to talking about kind of – his, uh, you know, mental health and these types of things. And it seems like we've, we've had Man- Johnny Menzel seemingly have some come-to-Jesus moments but not necessarily have that. Let's go with cut seven here. This is Johnny Menzel talking about how, you know, LeBron tried to help him. I remember, this is how bad off I was whenever I was in Cleveland. You know, LeBron would text me every week to come over to the house and watch a game or play poker with the boys and just tried to be there. And I was so depressed for the first time in my life that even my biggest role model and inspiration in my life couldn't get me out of bed to come and hang out with them. You know, when I went to the Cavs games, I went, I was in, I was out. I didn't really grasp and latch on um, to him in a way that I should have. And he tries to take me under his wing, right? And I'm just kind of nudging it away because of where my mental is and being just fully depressed in where I was in my life. Is that an excuse? Absolutely not, because at the end of the day, the respect that I should have for them giving me everything should trump all else. Ah, wow. I, I, I didn't really see it going that way. That was pretty deep. Yeah. I mean, he's being pretty open and honest. I can't. Your biggest role model inviting you to his house, LeBron James, which probably could LeBron say a lot of people's James. role model and one of the biggest figures in sports ever, come over to my house, have Taco Tuesday with me, have poker night with me, and he just couldn't get there. That's, that's pretty dope that he was able to open up like but also sad that he was going through. There's that. And this is tough because I don't want to be the person that doubts things. The problem is we've seen Johnny Manziel at various points kind of give us words that are somewhat like this, where it feels like he has some level of understanding what's happening with him and he's he's progressing. And then we've seen it not necessarily be all the way true. We saw it with the uh, the Untold documentary that he had where it was like, oh, yeah, it seemed to be a level of growth and you know appreciation and, then the, and the, wasn't and necessarily... Doc. Wasn't necessarily there, and he. It, it's not exactly the same, but it reminds me a little bit about. Uh, oh my goodness, what's my Baylor wideout that? Uh, Josh Gordon, mm. right? Josh Gordon seemed like a dude who wanted to be right so so uh, so much, but constantly like made the wrong decision and like kept falling. And he, part of it was like whenever you heard him talk, you wanted to believe him that like yo he's trying to get this right, and then ultimately it didn't work. And it feels like Johnny Manziel is somewhat in that same space, but he was also getting a little messy. As it seems like uh, the Club Shay Shay podcast is prone to allow people to uh, get now. Shout out Cat Williams. Well, yeah, shout out Cat Williams. Shout out, shout out Monique. Uh, shout out to a lot of various people. Let's go to Cup Five here. This is Johnny Manziel talking about his former coach, Kev- Kevin Sumlin. What was your relationship like with Kevin Sumlin? My relationship with Kevin Sumlin was great. You know, um, he was my dog. You know, he rode for me hard. He went to bat for me. He went to war for me in a multitude of different scenarios. You know, I think where our relationship fell out a little bit is, you know, how do you have a guy who's a grown man who, I look back on this now, reflective in this. You know, how do you have a guy who's a grown man, you know, telling me what I should do? Obviously, my coach, my guy I'm looking up to, my head football coach, is telling me to live a certain way and put all this party and this behind you. 
But if you know anything about Kevin Summons, what he's doing behind the scenes. Oh, he's partying too? So from behind, from my eyes, so you say, it's hypocritical. Doing, we're partying together. Well, we're a 40-40 club in New York. Yeah, oh, yeah. We in the back room playing pool with Ace of Spades. We're chilling. Right. Coach is there. This is what he does. So now looking back at it, it's hypocritical to me. Ooh. And our relationship is great and will forever be great. And no, I do not sit here today as a judge of a man, a judge of a person who helped get me to the point of where I wanted to be in life. By no means whatsoever. I'm calling a spade a spade. Right. And I'm just going to be and, and give the God's honest truth as what I know it to be. Right. That ruffles some feathers, so be it. Right. It's the way the world goes. Wow. You <laughs> Unfiltered for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call a spade a spade with the eights of spades in the club with Coach, man. Shannon got real messy when that when that forty forty club. Yeah, yeah, forty four club. Yeah. What you know about that? What you know and then, about he, the get, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be like a mm -hmm, yes, yes, mm -hmm, yes, of course, yes, course. Going, Kevin Sumlin, yes." Yeah. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> uh, I know someone was getting down like that. It doesn't really surprise well, me. I know coaches get down. Like that. That's not the end of the world. Don't but. remember. Someone has. A, a few DUIs on him, mm -hmm. and, and people have talked about how you know the drinking ends up being an issue for him. Um, so, not, like, probably not the best role model for Manziel. Yeah, I, I was, I just found that to be, I, I found that to be, uh, I don't know, I don't know exactly how I felt about the idea that Johnny Manziel kind of spoke to it in that way. But I mean, again, he's trying to think about all these things. It just uh, messy ends up being the word, and I don't know if he's wrong or right for that. I don't know that I even have. The place to like cast that judgment it just all feels like mess and you know what gonna exist in the mess for one more set one more cut this is uh this was uh shannon sharp's follow-up when it came to johnny manziel asking if he was surprised that kevin sumlin kevin sumlin is no longer coaching are you surprised that he hasn't got a head coaching job um no I'm you're not. not surprised mm -mm. why um i think what made coach sumlin so great is no longer really with him right now where his focus is. You know, I think life has gotten um, the better of him a, a little bit. And I'm a prime example of, and I don't want to sit up here and be a preacher, you know. I don't want to sit up here and tell anybody they're living wrong or anything like that because that's what it used to feel like me back in the day when they were people were doing that Johnny. to me. So um, I don't see the same spark. You know, I don't have much of a relationship anymore with him anymore. We'll reach out and talk like here and there, maybe once a year, mm -hmm. but not like I have the relationship with my other coaches. And yeah, I don't see that uh, that spark, man. Johnny letting it fly. I need to watch this. <laughs> I missed this episode. He is unfiltered in this one. As one thing you can say, Club Shannon, Club Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp. He's he's managing to get interviews that like that you know kind of spark off these kind of pull quotes and things that are really intriguing and. There is something said for the idea of, like, the vulnerability that it seems like he's getting from his guests. Um, I know some people ask, yeah, somebody said two and four. What is it about Club Shay Shay that makes people go after people? I don't know. But, I, I mean, look, I know some people have criticism of Shannon Sharp that he's, not, necessarily, he's not, like, pushing back on some of the assertions of his guests. But they, they feel comfortable enough to talk, and I think that that's... That's that's something. It's that Shay Laportier. I think it's a cognac that he has. You know, he'd be pouring oh, is it up that? for his I did not realize that. That's cognac. He pours it up for his guests. The next thing you know, they, man. That truth serum. That guy over there, he screwed me over. So did that guy. And that, and they just be letting it loose. They don't feel like nobody be tight knit when they on there. They be letting loose like they would they. Well, they I pee. mean, if, if you if you jumping on a podcast to talk for a few hours, I can't imagine that you're going in there going, I'm not going to give you nothing. Like, if you agree yeah. to this, I imagine you're ready to. 
do some level of talking. One thing I can say is I do hope that Johnny Manziel is actually getting some level of like real clarity and that the words that he's saying like are are coming from a real place as opposed to I, I and I have a I have to imagine that you don't do that just to try and appease other folks. Like I do think that like the Netflix thing, there was something that stood to be gained, right? They're they're, they're paying you to sit to do this documentary. That's one thing. Going on a podcast and talking this way, I don't know what it serves if not simply honesty. And so Correct. that's that's what I've got to hope is out there for him. Um, we might get to some of the Donnie Acker cuts coming up next. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for hanging with us all evening. One more segment on the night. It's called The Final Call, and we'll do it next on The Fan. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, Sersky. Uh, Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos this evening. Thank you, sir, and thank you guys for rolling with us on what has been a quick, very fun four hours of broadcasting here on this Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. Want to give a big thank you, shout out, Kennedy Landry of MLB.com for joining us also. Uh, Zach Wolchuk mm-hmm. of the G-Bag Nation jumping on for a little bit while we harangued him. Um, make sure you keep it locked to 105 through the fan. Wolchuk will be back with uh, Dawson and Chia Follow tomorrow, to 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, I know that we're also, we also got Jared Sandler touching down in uh, Arizona tomorrow. So I'm not sure if he'll get to going immediately. Knowing him, he loves doing his work, but... As the big voice guy said during the break, you're going to get daily updates from Surprise from Jared Sandler. And then, of course, the fellas, KNC Masterpiece, G-Bag Nation, both headed out to Surprise next week. So it's going to get real fun real soon when it comes to your World Series champion, Texas Rangers, on the home of the Rangers, 105-3, the fan. It's the final call here on the Get Right. Um, there's a few things that we can do Uh do we want to hear a little bit of Donnie Ecker, bench coach for your Texas Rangers? We can hear one of two things. We can hear him talk about Justin Foscue, you know, the middle middle infielder who maybe has opportunity to do some DH stuff, has his first base glove out for spring training. Or we can talk about Wyatt Langford, the wonder kid that was drafted last year, progressed up uh, up the minors pretty well and has a possibility of maybe being a DH and also in the outfield. I feel like we've heard a lot about Wyatt, and I love Wyatt, but let me hear some Foscue. Okay, cool. So this will be cut number one. This is Donnie Acker, I believe, from um, Rangers Hot Stove on Tuesday, talking about uh, the Rangers, or, or talking about uh, Justin Foskey. I think when you're around Foskey, he what stands out to me is he really reminds me of some of the great hitters, their behaviors, particularly um, the way he behaves around a cage actually reminds me a lot of Buster Posey. It's very quiet. Um, it's very, very confident, and and the work is, like, extremely detailed. And when you watch a guy like that work and you, you watch him go about his day and then you kind of look at his numbers, like, this is just a guy that we're going to really count on to be in an offensive pillar in this organization for a long time. So he, he's, he's extremely intelligent with the game plan and model, which I know I've said that a few times on this call, but it's, it's a really big day, big uh, phase in our system that pitching is, is – doing some some very elaborate things and a lot of guys are their careers are ending uh because they they don't ever take that next step and just the intelligence of being able to to figure out simple ways to to kind of reverse it so he's on that spectrum where i'd actually say he's already major league ready in terms of his ability to to work in at bat um so he's just he's just on such a nice trajectory his bat to ball skills are elite once again, you know, as guys are navigating the big leagues and figuring out different problems and working through their swing, the one thing that lets them stay up here and ride the waves a little bit easier 
is the strike zone discipline. So anytime you're getting these guys, that's why Evan Carter is really unique. Wyatt Langford. I mean, these guys walk more than they strike out. Justin Foskey, Blaine Krim. There's a really cool crop that's just done a really nice job throughout the system of developing those patterns. And, and uh, Foskey is one of those guys that nothing is ever going to be good enough for him. Just the way he goes about his, his day. And, and that's just a very admirable trait that I've seen in a lot of really good hitters. Ooh, I, my favorite part was him talking about going around the cage and being detailed and, and nothing's ever going to be enough for him. I've, I think you'd love to hear that from a young guy that a lot of times young guys, you know, they're just trying to get out there and get loose and get their swings and be confident. He's like, no, he's confident and detailed and he's mad if one little, I read that as, or heard that as, he's mad if one little detail's off, his foot's a little bit to the left too much or if the ball's coming at a different angle, like he is like, okay, this right here, it's almost like he's a little scientist in the cage. And I love to hear that from a young guy. Yeah, man, Justin Foscue, I was fascinated by his interview uh, on Tuesday with Jared Sandler on Hot Stove. He he is a guy that I'm going to be very intrigued by with his work at first base. And, of course, just the idea that, you know, he walked more than he struck out uh, this past season, the meticulous nature and ways that you have to take uh, at bats in order to be able to do that. That's that's worthwhile. Right, we can we can slide in this uh, Wyatt Langford audio as well from Donnie Ecker, Rangers bench coach and offensive coordinator. Um, this is him talking about Langford. These guys that have stable life off the field, you know, we, we happen to have these guys that are all under 25, some of them under 21 that are already married. And Wyatt Langford is one of them, right? He's like these guys have such consistency in their off the field and their framework and how they view the world. And they're just like far mature for their, their age. But when you're off the field is that stable and you already know who you are, when you come into these complex environments, when you go through failure, it doesn't shake you as much. That, that's something I know about Wyatt from when we drafted him, he went straight to Arlington to hit with us at the big league level. And he hung out in the cage with Simeon and Seeger and, and Josh Smith, and I remember all those guys were there, and I just remember watching how comfortable he was and not trying to be anybody else, you know. And a lot of people um, would have had certain behaviors, you know, just, just becoming a multimillionaire and a first-round pick. And I just remember watching how humble he was and the questions he asked, and, and you just kind of know. You're like, this guy's different. And then you, you get him in front of you, and then you watch him in lives. You watch him face Dane Dunning. You know, I watched him against Haney and Josh Spores today. There's just not many guys that have his type of power with his, what I'd call finesse skills. Like he's got the, the power of like a Josh Young, but the plate discipline of an Evan Carter. And it's, it's just really different. Like he, he's a really, really different guy. He's as far ahead of somebody at this stage in their career that I've personally ever had from like AAA to the big leagues. And he's going to go through tough things, and uh, the game's going to get him. He's going to have to make adjustments, but he is, he's just a really, really unique uh, piece of clay. And it just goes back to, to Kip and CY and our scouting department. I mean, there's something, right? There's something in our process that I can't dive into, but I'm sure Kip can. But there's clearly something in our process that's really doing a good job identifying the type of people that are going to excel in these types of systems with, with our staff. I've heard enough Rangers back-to-back World Series champs. <laughs> I just found it interesting that uh, Donnie Ecker spoke to, like, marital status as something that, yeah, like, I that was, was fact. I was like, I don't know that I would think of it that deep, and I don't know that I, that is, like, predictive in that way, but interesting kind of coincidence Structures, maybe. Structure yeah. and off-work balance, I guess. I Not married. I not everybody's know. marriage works the same, too. So. Yeah. But, I mean, good for those guys that they present those types of things. Super exciting for your Rangers 
as spring training has gotten going and it continues to go over the course of uh, the next month or so. So get right right here on 105 Through the Fan. It's been a fun evening with you. Myself and Blake will be back tomorrow evening, 7 to 11 p.m. Again, thanks to Kennedy Landry. Thanks to Zach Wolchuk. We'll catch you tomorrow. Until then, y'all be easy. Peace. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.